Hello, I'm Pastor Daniel Flukey. Welcome to the Sermon Podcast from Christ the King and Living Hope Lutheran Churches. We are congregations of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, located in Port Washington and Saukville, Wisconsin. We believe God's love is for you. Here's our message for this week. So when Paul is talking with the people in Athens, and he starts his proclamation, he says, From one ancestor, the whole earth has been populated. So who's he talking about there? I mean that as a question. Who's he talking about there? Abraham, right? Yeah, Abraham and Sarah. Remember the promise to Abraham? Uh, Your descendants will be as numerous as the grains of sand, as the stars in the sky. So when I was way back when, when I was in vacation Bible school, we learned a song called Father Abraham, okay? And, and then, uh, yeah, Father Abraham had many sons, many sons had, go ahead and sing it with me, Abraham, I am one of them, and so are you. So let's all praise the Lord, right arm, Father Abraham had many sons, you're not doing it, many sons had Father Abraham, I am one of them, and so are you, so let's all praise the Lord, okay, good, and it goes on with right arm, left arm, right leg, left leg, turn around, so, um, that was a favorite song, of when Prime Horizon was here and I would do uh, devotions with them, right out there be, um, by the fireplace. And they loved the, the actions of that song. So we have a, a beautiful daughter who's now mother. Happy Mother's Day again. Her name is Hannah. Um, and she's great. And she's very smart. Um, and she's from early on, she's been a very independent thinker. So when she went to Camp Arcadia, where my parents lived, uh, in Michigan, and they, they taught that song. And I would say she was probably about nine when she came home and said, I don't get it. How can Father Abraham have many kids all by himself? That's not how it works, is it? <laughs> and so we created a new version that's more accurate, okay? Abe and Sarah had many kids. Many kids had Abe and Sarah. I am one of them, and so are you. So let's all praise the Lord. So uh, when I saw that in the lesson and think that this is Mother's Day, we gotta sing that song the right way, okay? So. I think you've heard it often enough. I think you can probably join in. Abe and Sarah. Abe and Sarah had many kids. Many kids had Abe and Sarah. I am one of them, and so are you. So let's all praise the Lord. Right arm, Abe and Sarah had many kids. Many kids had Abe and Sarah. I am one of them. And so are you. So let's all praise the Lord. Let me pause you right there. Because when I put this uh, earpiece uh, microphone thing on, the band was giving me some sand about 
probably kind of reminded them of Beyonce, okay? <laughs> so the, this song, Abe and Sarah, goes, turn, it goes right arm, left arm, right leg, left leg, turn around, so I'm going to try it, okay? So you guys sing, and if I get dizzy and fall out, you'll, you'll help me, okay? Abe and Sarah had many kids, many kids had Abe and Sarah, I am one of them, and so are you. So let's all praise the Lord. Made it. Twice around was enough. Okay. Please stand to hear the gospel. It's from the John. John chapter 14. Jesus is talking with the disciples in the upper room. And Jesus says, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you, and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while the world will no longer see me, but you will see me, because I live you also will live. On that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. And they who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me. And those who love me will be loved by my Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. Christ. So I'm going to take the, go basically lesson by lesson. But I want to start with this, the last verse from Peter. 1 Peter 3, verse 18. For Christ, and this is sort of bedrock of our faith. For Christ also suffered for sins once for all. The righteous, Christ, for the unrighteous, that's everybody else, including us, in order to bring you, us, to God. For Christ also suffered for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, in order to bring you to God. Just one of myriad examples, verses in Scripture, that kind of set out our relationship with God and especially how it is through Jesus Christ. He died for each one of us, brought us back from unrighteousness to righteousness, back from an estranged relationship with one another, and especially with God, to being reunited with God, to being one in God. You can, all four of the scriptures today include the commonality of witness, of proclaiming, okay? So, that, so we're going to start with Paul in the Oropagus in Athens, okay? And look at what his proclamation is. Um, and he's, he's uh, there in Athens, which is, was sort of the, the seat of learning, knowledge, wisdom in that part of the world. 
And so he looks around, and then he, and then he proclaims. He says, I see what, what you're, you know, kind of how you approach things and how you look at God, and now I have a proclamation for you. And the God who made the world and everything in it, he is Lord of heaven and earth. He does not live in shrines made by human hands. And he goes on, and then from one ancestor and so forth. So the beginning of his proclamation begins the same way that the Bible begins, with creation in Genesis. That's a fundamental part of what Paul wants to get across. And so that ought to be important to us, taking care of God's creation. It's God who made it. God who made is Lord of heaven and earth. God did not create the world so that some folks can make huge profits off of it. Or so that uh, in our negligence, we can make it so the air is hardly fit to breathe or the water not safe to drink. No. Paul would say, this is God's creation. Take care of it. And that's part of Paul's witness. Another thing I want to lift up is that Paul does not come up to the Athenians and say, hey, you're all wrong. Get over it. Come on. Get with it. Listen to me. I got it right. Okay? Just the opposite. In fact, it says, Paul approached him with gentleness and reverence. Okay? So, we do well to do likewise. I also want to lift up that um, Paul was very much at ease in Athens because he had studied. And so that's good for us also. Continue to study. Elsewhere in Scripture it says, you, have the, you started with the milk, now desire the solid food. Keep opening the Bible. Keep reading. Keep studying. Keep learning from one another. Keep learning and show respect. All right. I already talked quite a bit about the psalm, but here again, there's a witness. Okay? The psalmist recounts what sort of part of what they've been through and then says, Come and hear, all you who fear God, and I will tell, I will tell you what God has done for me. There's that aspect of witness again. And the psalmist says, Truly God has listened. He has given heed to the words of my prayer. And the last verse that we read today, that we all read together, God has not rejected or removed his steadfast love from me. The Hebrew is hesed. Okay? Steadfast love is a word that, that and a phrase, well, it's a word in he, one word in Hebrew, that is throughout the Psalms and elsewhere in Scripture, but especially the Psalms. And that's a, that's a great and comforting word for us. God's steadfast love. God's steadfast love endures forever. It's steadfast, and it's love. Okay? Steadfast love. Now to Peter. <clears throat> Always be ready, Peter says, to make your defense to anyone who demands from you an accounting for the hope that is in you. 
There's the idea of witness again. Always be ready to share your faith with anyone who asks, yet do it with gentleness and reverence. In this passage, Peter talks about facing suffering. And he says, he has a phrase in there, if suffering be God's will. Just want to unpack that briefly. It's never God's will that anyone suffers. However, suffering is part of our sinful world. The way that God reaches out to us whenever we face suffering, and this is Peter's, part of Peter's witness, is that we know that Jesus Christ, our Savior, has already been through it. Right? Amen? He's been through it. And now he walks, Jesus walks beside us, with us, behind us, always with us, no matter what suffering faces us. And we know that our Savior, that Jesus has suffered, and so he understands. And when we pray, he understands. That's from Hebrews, the book of Hebrews. By the way, um, a really good book about suffering is by, actually by a rabbi, Harold Kushner. It's about suffering. I commend it to you. And I also want to just mention there's a difference between suffering that hits me and suffering that hits others. So when suffering is, others are suffering, then it's time for us to step in. Okay? When it's suffering is hitting me, just me, then I turn to God. Okay. All right, and that takes us to the gospel. And in the gospel, Jesus is talking with the disciples. They're in the upper room. They're gathered close together. And he says, the, the witness, again, that, the witness, the witness that I'm looking for, that God, our Father, my Father is looking for, is obedience. Obedience to what God has commanded. That's the witness. So in, in, with Paul in Athens, the witness is learning, intellect, gentleness, respect. The psalm, the witness is, yeah, look what God has done for us. In 1 Peter, the witness is, um, you can do it. You can make it. And through your faith and your perseverance, you will be a witness. And now Jesus is, excuse me, Jesus is preparing the disciples for him being gone. And he says, but even though I'm not there where I, you can touch me, there will be an advocate, the Holy Spirit. So even though in a few days now, in terms of our church year, Jesus will be ascending to heaven, but the Holy Spirit will be with us, right? Two weeks from today is Pentecost, the fission of the Holy Spirit. So this is how I'm going to end. In this, in this passage in John, and the whole... Uh, upper room discourse with Jesus and the disciples. 
there's a lot of interaction. The Father is in me. I am in the Father. You are in the Father. You are with me. And now the Advocate is in there. And it's come, it goes in all kinds of different directions. And if you diagrammed it on a chart, there would be lines going between Jesus and us, between Jesus and the Father, between Jesus and the Holy Spirit, between the Holy Spirit and us, between the Holy Spirit and the Father. And I was thinking, it's sort of like a web. A web. And, that, and it's not, and it's Trinitarian for sure, but the, it's not a web that's out there and remote. It's a web that we're part of. Just think, we're disciples, and we're part of that web. The web of the Father, the Creator, the web of Jesus who died for us, the web of the Spirit who comes from the Father and the Son. We're part of that web. We're right in there. And that web surrounds us. And that's a great image for Mother's Day. It's being surrounded by love. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's sermon podcast. To learn more about the ministries of Living Hope and Christ the King, to ask for prayer, or to make a donation to support the work we are doing in Ozaki County, you can visit our websites at livinghopesockville.org or ctkport.org, or click the link in the show notes to find us online or on social media. May God bless you, and we hope you'll join us again soon.